Ahoy there and welcome back to the 55 Podcast. Hi. This is your weekly dose of tips and tricks to scale your business with myself, Benjamin Williams and... Myself, Anna Gambrell. Thank hello, you. myself. <laughs> I'd like to say hello to myself. Hello. Myself is doing well, thank you so much. Well, myself is here. <laughs> and my other personalities are here as well. How are you today, Anna? I'm excellent, thank you. I'm seeing some sunshine. I was told it was going to rain today, but it's not. Don't rain on my... But well, you got all day. Could, could rain but still. That's because I'm climbing the bridge today, Ben, so it can't rain. Oh, yes. It, oh, imagine. Fun. How fun. Is it fun? Did you... No, it was sunny and beautiful. Was it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I had pristine weather. Oh, Sydney Harbour. Um, just so you know, this isn't... Um, she's not climbing the bridge to jump off it. Oh. Uh, we're talking about the Sydney Harbour Bridge. Uh, just to make that clear. Exactly. It, um, it's a legal climb that I, you know, be doing with my work colleagues. We'll be clipped in. Yes. Yes. So if she jumps, they all go with her. And maybe I'll... It's <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> so dark. Uh, look, you know, post-pandemic, you gotta, you got to be, be real. Um, it's been a dark time. It's all right. She's clipped to the bridge. It's fine. It's true. It's true. Yeah. And maybe I'll stage a proposal. They are clipped to the bridge. That's I'm so sorry. I, I need to get better at my pronouns. Genuinely. No, no, that's fine. Get I, I, I do appreciate that you don't get offended. Um, that's fine. No, it's like when, when I'm with my parents and they call me daughter, I'm like, yeah, that's, you know, I've always been that, you know, but maybe I'll change my name and confuse all of you. Maybe that'll be easier. Please have Chad. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I basically am my drag name. You're not wrong. So, yeah. but, um, but anyway, hopefully the bridge climb will be nice. What are you doing today, Ben? Oh, I cut out all the boring stuff. I am learning music production this evening, which I'm looking yes. very excited about. Wow. Give Carlo a run for his money. That's our audio engineer. Oh, matey. I plan to um, create some lo-fi beats. Ooh. Uh, I want to do like a series that's like a three-hour listen on YouTube where we have just like some really slow sort of lo-fi music that you can listen to, study to, work to. It also has some really exciting, or not so exciting because it's supposed to be calming, like illustration that the team have done that we can just put on loop. Wow. So it's supposed to be like Zen, just have a relax. Kind of want to dive more into that. So I'm learning how to do that today. Um, Big music in Crow's Nest, apparently a big yeah. studio there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. That's excellent. And I know I've heard some of your tunes before, Ben. Is that Zenji Man? Zen Man. Um, Zenji Man? What it's Zenji Man, but I'm not really sold on that name. Okay. Uh, so. Stay tuned. Lo-fi, lo- lo-fi Ben. Lo-fi Ben. I need to come up with a better stage name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do. When I figure that out, I'll get back to you. Yeah, let's stay tuned. It's a little teaser. Don't look at don't look for Zenjiman on spot. Oh, on, no, don't go on there. SoundClap. SoundClap. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it sounds like another production kind of element. This is where you go to get a musical STD. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and the diagnosis has been made. Sorry, I use an audio pro- production software called Sound <laughs> Soundtrap. And um, I meant SoundCloud, and somehow I merged into SoundCloud. Yeah. SoundCloud. <laughs> Sorry. You're on fire this morning. I have to say, you're truly on fire. Uh, that's, that's just like my clap. <laughs> Round of applause for me. Um, but before we dive into today's topic, did you bring a fun fact today? I did bring a fun fact, of course. This one's moderately fun, a little bit <laughs> sticky. A little bit sticky is okay. what I to say. Given, you know, the, the sort of fear of getting COVID at the moment. Um, and there's a lot of people sneezing, right? And you can't sneeze in. <gasps> Sorry. You can't sneeze. Yeah, it's the inhale that is the scary part, isn't it? But anyway, there's a lot of people sneezing. And I don't suffer from hay fever myself, but I do have friends that suffer from hay fever. And I wanted to do a little bit of research so that when I'm hearing someone sneezing, you know, it's like a dry sneeze. You know, it's not a wet sneeze. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's actually hay fever largely. I mean, I, I, I can't guarantee Are you that. a full sneezer or are you a... Because I, I go, 
That's how I sneeze. I never actually blow it out anyway. But are you holding it back intentionally? Yeah, like my, I'm more, more at risk of my eyeballs popping out. But um, Whoa, like a pug. Yeah. Uh, Monster pugs, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just go cross-eyed a little bit more each time you hold back a sneeze. My partner is like... The dog's in five suburbs awake and hear his sneeze, or I'm like, I'm like a Tesla. You can't hear me sneeze. You're just purring gently in the background. <laughs> I, I just, one day you're going to have this massive sneeze. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll have an, a coronary artery explosion through my. <laughs> this is gruesome. Sorry, sorry. But I do, I really, maybe there's sneeze classes you can do. I know you're doing a production class. Uh, I'm happy with do. my dainty little Tesla sneeze. Okay, excellent. Well, that's fine. Well, my, my um, desk buddy has the cutest sneeze and she'll never sneeze once. She'll always sneeze at least 10 times. It's like, chew, 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 chew. <laughs> we all count. We're like, oh, so she goes, Exactly. <laughs> Give us a honk, love. Yeah, it is a bit like that. Anyway, the point of my fact was uh, that hay fever actually can happen all year round. It's not just a spring-based thing because we are going to spring now, so there's going to be a lot more pollen in the air, so people with hay fever will be a lot more triggered. But, you know, you could be sneezing all year round because you've got dust mites or what are the – you've got all these little, you know, skin mites. Is skin mites? Is that a thing? I don't know. That's yeah, probably... Dust mites get me every time I clean. Yeah, exactly, and you start sneezing and, and feel like I feel like I've got the flu. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So anyway, I just thought uh, for me that was quite interesting to, to remind ourselves that hay fever it happens all year round and there is actually treatment for it. Um, it's called immunotherapy and it involves basically similar to the principle of vaccinations where you give someone a little hit of something and exposure therapy, you know. So I guess you're just like shaking dusty blankets in their face, <laughs> you know, once a week. I, I think know. this just sounds like a way to get someone to go and clean for free. Exactly. <laughs> this is exposure. We have 35 hotel rooms that need cleaning. She can just puff those pillows. Yeah. Thank you so much, Pam. Uh, no. Well, she needs a new job. Pam needs a new job uh, if you're listening she, to the last episode. We haven't figured out how to use QR codes to replace cleaners yet. <laughs> that's so true. Yeah. Maybe that's the future. But anyway, immunotherapy is a long three year process. So that's, that's a lot of hotel rooms. That's, like, a, lot, that's a lot of cleaning that you just don't want to have to do. That's a whole chain of hotels. <laughs> <laughs> the Hilton now. We, we have a proposition. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, that's my fun fact. Uh, what about you? Uh, thank you for that. So again, my fact is from Cosmopolitan.com. <laughs> I'm a Cosmo girl. Um, so my um, fun fact, it comes from the Japanese word, kuchi zamishi. Mm. Uh, and it means, basically, it is the act of eating when you're not hungry because your mouth is lonely. Your mouth is lonely? Yeah, I think we all do this all the time. Oh, all the time. <laughs> but I just, like, just make me laugh. Like, I'm like, okay, my mouth feels lonely. Jeez, <laughs> oh, I'm I'm going to eat some chocolate. <laughs> the direct translation, my mouth is lonely? Yeah, it's so good. What do you, so do you eat chocolate when your mouth is lonely? I eat anything when my mouth is lonely. My mouth is lonely all the time. Right is now it? it's lonely. Yeah. But you also just talk as well, don't you? Does that help? Yeah, but sometimes people prefer I put something in my mouth <laughs> to shock me up. <laughs> and chocolate does a great job of that. It does. It does. So that was my fun fact. Thank it's, you so much. It wasn't a very big one. No, you... Um, but yeah, I just thought of translation. A lot of the translation of a lot of Japanese words is always kind of funny in English. Yes, um, yes. Like, like that one, my, your, my mouth is lonely. There's a lot of them that are like that. Uh, and it, it takes some a little bit of deciphering for what that might mm, mean. Mm-hmm. This is what I love about language. When you put stuff in Google Translate and you're like... Mm, that doesn't make any sense in English, um, but it is actually the translation. But because actually, one of our um, fun fact story story times, uh, John, who's my partner, does our payroll. Yeah. Um, and one of our staff 
because John is a very common Filipino name, strangely, because uh, mm-hmm. they like to use biblical names like Jeremiah, John, you know. Sounds Western, but yeah, clearly yeah. it's... Versatile. So they love, because they're a very big Christian country, so they often use very uh, religious sort of first names. So they just assumed John was also Filipino, and mm. he got this email from someone in all Tagalog, like full Tagalog, and John's like, um, I put this in Google Translate, and I don't think it's correct. So he asked, he asked me to translate it, so I translated it the best I could, and it, it came out exactly the same as what Google had said. So I'm like, John, there's a little bit of deciphering you need to do further from here and what they mean. English and other languages aren't directly transferable. No. Like, we think that they are. Different meanings, different experiences, um, yeah. We don't need all the same words. So, um, anyway, so I just think it's interesting that, you know, obviously that exactly what it means in Japanese, but how we kind of figure out what it means in English, it takes some deciphering. Yeah, and I hope there was nothing too inappropriate in that email that John read. It was just more confusing. No, no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't appropriate. It was. It was basically just saying, "Hey, my invoice bounced because my bank details are wrong." Right. Um, but it was just written in a in Tagalog. Sorry. In Tagalog. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now Google Translate can save the day, but it can also really mix things. Oh, up. it mixes. It, it's ruined it ruined my day a few times, but in a, in a comical <laughs> way. Two ways was once I went to say we'll discuss this in a meeting later, and it was this guy's first day of my business. I said we'll have sex in the meeting later. What? <laughs> what is the word? What? Word? I can't remember what it was. I Google translated it after I sent it, and I'm like, oh. I did not mean to say that. It's lucky they don't work in the same city as yeah, you. No, I, know. Like, I think they thought it, they think it's cute because I'm trying. And the second one was uh, we had a, one of my staff's grandmother wasn't well and I wanted to say, oh, I'm so sorry to hear your grandmother's not well. I use Google Translate for this one. Uh, I don't normally. And I'm like, mm, I don't think that's correct, Google. But I was paced, I sent it to him anyway. And what I said to him was, I'm so sorry, your, your grandmother is ugly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Um, it... It made him feel better because... It, it made him laugh. It made him laugh. He's <laughs> like, well, he goes to me, oh, well, so at least you know how to give a good, a good your grandmother joke. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, the newest your mum variety of jokes. Yeah, exactly. Your grandmother. Your grandma. Your, your Lola. Your Lola is ugly. Be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> the sassiness. Yeah. So, um... I don't know how I got here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Translation. Fun. Fun. Anyway. Fun, risky, great. Do yes. it. You know, send someone a message in a different language and see what happens. Yeah. Is what we're trying to say. Go along for the journey. It's a, it's a They might thing. be in shook. You might shook them with the translation. <laughs> so now that we've got our fun facts out of the way, Anna, what are we talking about today? Well, today we are talking about mascots and a definition largely from Wikipedia around mascots is any human, animal or object that is thought to bring luck or anything used to represent a group with a common public identity, you know, such as a school, a sports team, you know, a broader society uh, or a brand name. So mascots, we can all think of mascots. And for me, it's Mm. very much a childhood memory of certain brands and like the cereal I used to eat or, you know, the different TV shows I used to watch. Um, But obviously they are fictional and, you know, they're kind of become these almost symbolic spokespeople of a brand but before we get into more on mascots, I do want to play a bit of a game. Ooh. Ooh. And I want to test your mascot knowledge. So I'm going to tell you the name of the mascot. Sure. And then you have to guess or tell us what brand or business that mascot is connected to. You ready? Ziggy. Okay. Okay. Let's do it. Welcome to 55 Knots Game Show. Ben is ready. So let's get it on. Mascot one, mm-hmm. Mickey Mouse. Is that the answer? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. 
Oh, what company? Yeah, what company? Oh, what company? <laughs> You're like, Mickey Mouse yeah. is Mickey Mouse the brand. Walt Disney. Correct. The Walt Disney Company. You are correct. You know that Walt Disney is frozen in a freezer somewhere, waiting to Walt come back to life? Is he? Yeah. Oh, actually, I think I did know that. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, I, forgot, I forgot to know that. Now exactly. I remembered. They're going to bring him back to life as Mickey Mouse. I'm Mickey. Sorry. <laughs> I'm Walt and I'm reborn. <laughs> Do you know that when I was a kid, Walt Disney was my idol? Really? Yeah, I just, every single report I ever did was about him and how he created a successful large corporation based on creating a character. Yes. And Mickey. Yes. I used to get teased at school because I was in grade seven and I still wore Mickey caps and I was just like obsessed with Mickey Mouse. What? I know. And you wouldn't know now since I've only got one Mickey Mouse in the house. Do you? Mickey Mouse in the house. <laughs> It sounds like a nightclub or something. Mickey's house. Mickey's house. Yeah, yeah, I was just obsessed. I loved Mickey Mouse and I just loved all the theme parks. I just loved what he was able to do. Mm. I'm just creating one hand-drawn illustration, which is Tugboat Willie. Tugboat Willie? Isn't it? That's the song where, he's, where Mickey's on the, with Tugboat Willie and he's on there and he's like, black and white. We'll get Carlo to add that in. I need to make sure that's what it is. Tugboat Willie. Yeah, I probably. I mean, it doesn't feel like a Disney character, but. Oh, uh, Steamboat Willie. Steamboat Willie. He's not tugging, he's steaming. <laughs> Tugboat Willie's not an appropriate character for a cartoon. But uh, I think back in um, 19, 1928, it probably wasn't. Yeah. People probably wouldn't have went, oh, Tugboat no, Willie. No, no, no. In 2022. We're, we're innuendos galore, aren't we? Yeah. So anyway, I digress. Uh, what's the next one? Mickey Mouse. <laughs> but thank you for sharing that. That's excellent. Tony the Tiger. What brand? Oh. Tony the Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that. I want to say Cheetos. Yeah, the close. Cheerios. Some sort of. Some sort of. Think earlier in the morning. I know. I, I'm thinking like Fruit Loop tea type um, ringed food. Cheetos. Cheetos. Fro- Cheerios. Fro- Frozos. Frozos? Fruit Loops. Frosty fruit. Frosty fruit. So frosted Kellogg's frosted flakes. Right. Yeah. I knew it was. I knew it was a breakfast. I I could associate the the time of day. I knew that they were ring circled fruit. Are they like little loops? They're flakes. So I was wrong then. Wait, no. I said frosty fruits. No, oh, hang on, that's an ice block. Sorry, it's it's Kellogg's frosted flakes. Frosted flakes. Now, obviously, I didn't eat that as a kid. But no, anyway, that's good. that's good. Excellent. Uh, what about Louis the Fly? Mortine. Yes. Mortine. I used to hate, I, I don't like him as a mascot because I think he's such a dirty mascot to what you said about people liking him because he's, you want to kill him. Yeah. You want to kill the mascot. <laughs> well. Because it's all about <laughs> Mortine. <laughs> Maybe that's a but he's still lovable. He's cute. If that is how he dies, you're right. It's pretty gruesome. <laughs> he's pretty freaking rough around the edges. Like he's the, oh, sort yeah. of, he's the sort of mascot you'd see on the gutter with a beer. Yeah. Hey. Where's me rum? He's like a two-pack-a-day smoker. I can't. Come here. <laughs> Spray me, I dare ya. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a smoker's cup. He's inhaled too much more tea. Yeah, yeah. He's on the edge. But then that's correct. See, it's memorable. Uh, Mario. Nintendo. Nintendo. I think I was going to tell her for a second then. Um, Nintendo, correct. It's me, Mario. <laughs> That's the one. That is the one. Uh, what about Captain Morgan? Oh. The mascot, Captain Morgan. What is he a mascot for? Oh, that's not. Um, well, I know I think he rum. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> Captain Morgan. You're onto something with that. Spice rum? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Captain Morgan. 
Oh, that's the name of the freaking brand, isn't it? Yeah. Captain Morgan. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're like, why am I thinking rum? Because that is what it is. <laughs> I drink this. I'm pretty sure I drink Captain Morgan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. It's a series of spice rum. Um, excellent. And Diego, I think, is the broader. That was alcohol. a trick question. It was a trick question. You did, name of the brand. You did well. What about, so how about this one? Julio. Mm. Pringles. Correct. <laughs> I didn't know that Pringles yeah. had a name. Pringle Man on the front cover had a name. But it's Julia. I did some research on Pringles. Actually, there's a lot of good story behind the logo. But Julia. I do remember it. It was interesting. Remember Julio, yeah. And it takes me a lot to get interested. <laughs> it engaged you. Um, Colonel Sanders. Kentucky Fried Chicken. Excellent. If we're going for full names. We are going for KFC. full names. Thank you so much. Okay, yeah. See, uh, what about Quickie? Uh, that's a monkey, isn't it? <laughs> that's for uh, the quick oat uh, drink. Quick, quickie. Close. There could be. I mean, it could be called quickie, but I'm thinking of a different one. Oh, I don't know then. Think about... What is it? I'm gesturing with... I'm drinking... Isn't it like a Milo? The Mol, Milo's cousin? Milo's cousin. <laughs> Milo's little cousin. That's what I was thinking when I said quickie. Quick drink. It's like a chocolatey... Nesquik. Nesquik. I couldn't remember the brand. I just knew it was the opposite of Milo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Quickie's the rabbit. You know the rabbit? Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you ever have caramel Nesquik? That was my favourite. I need to look at it now because I can't remember. Yeah, look at the rabbit. Look at the rabbit. I was thinking of monkey. I just thought Quickie was a bit of a risky name. Don't look up Quickie in Google. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do it! Don't! No! Luckily, none of you have to see that. Um, Wow. Thank you so much, Ben, for that. Oh, no, there he is. There he is. Yeah, he's very friendly. If you Google Quickie with an IE, which I did, you can... No, it's got to have it. You can imagine. It's got to have a just... Why? Oh, I can imagine there are colours of... Like, I knew he was like... That's why I went with monkey because he's the same colour as a monkey. Like a brown monkey? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, sorry. So, anyway. Close. And the last one, which is the hardest. <clears throat> I got this. Bebendum. No, I don't. Bebendum. Uh, <laughs> Bebendum. Bebendum. What's he look like? He's white <laughs> with oh. puffy body parts. Bebendum. No, sorry. It even has your name in it. Bebendum. I'm not that um, narcissistic. Thanks, Anna. It, it is my mascot. It is me. Otherwise known as the Michelin Man. Oh. The Bendem. Oh. It's weird. I think... I if you, if for some reason, if you went... Dun, 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 I probably would have figured it out. I didn't know that tune. How's it go? Dun, 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 dun. That's Ghostbusters, but it uh. reminds me of the Marshmallow Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does look like a big ghost. Yeah. Also like a Lego man. Yeah, big, kind of. big fat white ghost from Ghostbusters <laughs> is what he looks like to me. Well, well done. I think you probably got at least, at least, um, at least two, at least maybe seventy percent. So that's excellent. That's nice. Good job. Thanks. See mascots, hey, and you know the point of that was to show that we do well. Most of the time, we do know exactly who the mascot is and associate it with the brand. And even if you're not just hearing the name, but you're seeing the picture. Like if you saw the Michelin Man, you would. I'm, like, I'm, I'm disappointed in you that you didn't bring in the world's famous koala. Well, I'm glad you asked about that. Um, and, and a large part of why we sort of wanted to chat on mascots is it is something that Don't fi- need this. that 55 Knots, <laughs> drop the notes, um, <laughs> something that 55 Knots has done with their brand, uh, has added a mascot in. And, and before I jump into a few questions to ask Ben about El Coco, I just wanted to give a bit of context. So the word mascot is actually derived from the word in, in French, um, mascotto, which originally meant fate. And so this idea of a mascot is that it would bring luck. So there is that element of mm. your lucky charm. 
Lucky charm. Is that how the koala talks? I don't know. No. Give me some more. Mascot talk. <laughs> talk to me, mascot. <laughs> you know, Ronald McDonald. The world's yes. most favorite clown. Of course, that's very iconic. Um, we know Ronald. And actually, he made his first debut in Washington in 1963 at the opening of a new McDonald's restaurant. Um, and it was to promote the brand. But he's almost as famous as Santa Claus. Ooh. It's huge, isn't it? I actually probably think he's probably more famous. He's probably more famous than Santa Claus. Yeah, well, some, some religions don't celebrate Santa, but everybody celebrates McDonald's. Well, yeah, there's a cult following. And, yeah. you know, they, they eat his food every day. So, you know, that's that's dedication. Remember the other mascots that no longer exist, really, in the um, McDonald's ecosystem? Because there was, like, Hamburglar. Hamburglar. Does Hamburglar not exist? They, they don't really use the – they had, like, five different characters. Remember when we used to go to a McDonald's party as a kid? There was all the different mascots yeah. and the outside area were little cheeseburgers. Like, they've really – I guess they've classified their look and they've only, they've kind of just kept old mate Ronnie. They got him a new wig. <laughs> yeah. He has a – he has and a, a, and he a has nose a, job. He has evolved his look over time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's yeah. a lot classier. Less scary because, yeah. I mean, clowns get a bad name sometimes, yeah. don't they? But we do want to talk about 55 Knots, and you do have a mascot. What's your mascot called? Captain Coco with a K. Our koala, Captain Coco, wears a cap and a bandana, kicks butt, and, as life would have it, is the world's most revered and feared kraken catcher. Captain Coco. K-O-K-O. K-O-K-O. Yeah. And when did Coco come into the picture? Coco... See, funny thing is, because mascots to me, I'm always worried, like, does it cheapen your brand? Mm. And I was like, because oh, I don't know. I didn't know. So I thought, oh, but I wanted to have some sort of customer service, like, element. And I thought, oh, well, should invent a character. Mm-hmm. So Captain Coco was invented. We actually asked LinkedIn and our audience to kind of vote on a name. So we gave a few options. And Coco was the one that came back. Mm. What were the other options? Captain Knots. Captain Knots. Uh can't remember the others now. Well, Coco's the winner, obviously. Yeah, so that's not well on what his name could have been. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, and we did find that people really liked Captain Coco. Uh, he was a lot softer and a lot more cartoony when we originally created him. And then we did a re- rebrand and mm. we badassed him a little bit more. So now he's a, ca- you know, he went from being like your customer service koala with an admiral's hat on to he's now a Kraken catching, Kraken catching? Yeah, Kraken juice bottling. You know, you if you need, that Kraken cat caught. They call Coco. He gets on his ship and he goes and gets the juice. But he doesn't kill the Kraken. No. Because he believes in sustainable practices. Oh, <laughs> it's the, the brand tie-in yeah, is, is excellent. Yeah. And and so why did you choose a koala? Because our competitors mostly are in other parts of the world. I did want to kind of bring back an Australian element. So we did have a few different um, character ideas that were other Australian animals. But I think koalas seem to be the softest and the most recognizable. Mm. Uh a platypus is kind of a weird-looking thing, so <laughs> it didn't quite nail the cute factor. No. Yeah. Uh, the other option would have been a kangaroo, but I think a koala worked well. Yeah, it yeah. is cute and cuddly and iconically Australian, and that's yeah. such a good point about differentiating from competitors because I think largely mascots can enable you to do that because it becomes such a recognisable part of your brand. And and animals, you know, in history we've, we've often – idolized animals and use them as you know spirit guides and things like that um and clearly clearly it's quintessentially australian it's cute and cuddly and you've also added an edge so i love like that ferocity that you added to coco how how did you know to evolve the character was it more just like you created it and thought oh what's the edge 
we kind of felt that maybe our brand was not attracting the right people. Like it was too mm. cartoony. And mm. I wanted people to come to our site and our brand and go, fuck, these guys are cool. <laughs> uh, and a soft looking koala that looked like it was going to read your bedtime story wasn't <laughs> really going to be the edge. So Captain Coco went from his teen, uh, adolescent child years and he grew up to be an angsty teenager. And now he's like just got charisma with a K. Charisma with a K. But we've also got another brand. Ooh. Um, so our other brand, 55 Mates, we've actually got new mascots on there and they're called the Mateys. Ooh. Um, and they're a bunch of characters that, because we hired different people, these mascots represent the different shapes and sizes and colors that your staff would come in. So they are scattered throughout. Uh, they all look very different. One looks like he's got monkeypox, actually. Um, <laughs> Great timing there, Ben. I know. Yeah. So we wanted to create a group of mascots for mates because we hire people, but we wanted to make sure that everybody felt included. So there are different shapes and sizes mascots. Have you ever seen the um, dumb ways to die? So many dumb ways to die. It was a metro ad for railway safety. It's really actually. No, it sounds boring. It sounds dark. But yeah, it, there was a whole, a whole of these scenarios of different ways to die. And they had these cute little characters dying. And they looked very <sighs> much like the same style. Like it's a like fun sort of viral video. And at the very end, the last three ways to die was stupid ways to die at, at the train station. Wow. Um, so it was like a really cool campaign. It, it did really well. It has a really cool catchy song. Uh, but I like this style. So the, the mateys are kind of influenced by Dumb Ways Inspired. to Die. Is that an Australian campaign? It is. It's for Melbourne. 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 Wow. The Melbourne Railway. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess. I mean, it sounds shocking, but at the same time, it's like tackling a yeah. shocking issue with humor and, yeah. and kind of joy in some way. Because it kind of, um, uh, there's another brand, I'm not sure if you've seen it, it's Treehouse, something or other, where it's like these little characters, like there's rabbits and stuff, and they always die in the most horrific ways. Uh, and at the time, I think that was a very popular YouTube channel. Yeah, so I yeah, think maybe yeah. that was the I've inspiration. So it was a good way to get people engaged, also get younger people engaged because it was stupid, it mm, was fun, mm. and it was just very entertaining. And then throw in like a bit of a viral message. But it was, anyway, I digress. It was super successful. Yeah. yeah. But it was a way to use mascots, I suppose. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And thanks for introducing. We'll have to sort of share more about those. Obviously, it's still in development, but live. No, 55 Mates is it's launched. fully live. Well, yeah. Launched last week. So go to 55mates.com.au if you want to check out our mateys. Aha, matey! Yes. Uh, mateys, just for reference, is a reference on Australia. G'day, mate. Yeah. And also your first mate on a, a ship, which is usually your most important person. Uh, most reliable. To the captain. The captain's the most, and then this is the captain's right-hand man. So that's yeah. why it's a mate. Yeah, that's excellent, Ben. Yeah. And it's Coco's got a whole gang now, you know? Yeah, the, the whole fan. He's got some mates. He's got some mates. Um, and a question I did have, though, when you have a brand mascot and when you decide to have one, what marketing channels could you use your mascot across? Pretty much all of the channels. We've used Coco in Facebook ads. We've mm -hmm. used him for live chat head on our customer service live chat. He's on our bot. He's, he's also the representative inside our platform. We've created a really cool, if, if you would have heard me bang on about it last year, a, a video, uh, which finally got released, which took six, seven months to create. Uh, go check it out. It's really awesome. High production values. So you can create a brand story with your mascot. Depends how creative you want to be. You can either use it very light touch, um, and it's just there to help guide, or you can create and weave an entire story around your mascot. And you know, Coco's there to help people find a creative juice. Mm. Creative juice is found inside a kraken. Um, but that, that story with him is he's there to help. Yeah, find the juice, bottle it, uh, and give it to our team so they can pass on the creative juice to you. 
Mm, I love it that it's so fundamental in the brand story and what you're unlocking for people. And, and it is on the homepage of 55 Knots website. It is. I believe it's, yeah, I saw it the other day. Um, well, if you jump on a Zoom call with me, I'll make you watch it before I let you in. Yeah. <laughs> do you do that? Yeah, we have a video on Zoom now. So the brand piece comes up. And usually when I usually have to wait two minutes because yeah. people can't, so a lot of people get annoyed if I let them in too early. Because they want to finish watching the movie. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. The movie, it's a feature film. With it is. Coco. It is pretty. Pretty it good. is how many? It's a few Have minutes, it? isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember the early stages of the developing the storyboard yeah. and hiring the creative team, and yeah. Coco being a fundamental part of that. Yeah, well, it's been super exciting to see how Coco has developed, and it sounds like you've been very intentional with why you've included Coco, um, and that Coco has continued to evolve with the brand. Yeah, I think it helps keep things interesting for you as well. Like you don't want to look like everybody else. So a custom illustration mascot also gives you your unique identifier. So mm. every time people see Coco, they know. It's 55 knots. Yes. Yes, they do. Maybe we'll have to get Coco on the podcast. Yeah, so we need to give him a voice. We need to give him a voice. Does Coco have a voice? I'd imagine he sounds like, no. I imagine he sounds like Morty. No. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it depends. I mean, if he's been, what, got eucalyptus oils through his sinuses. Oh, no, he's he's got a problem. He's he's addicted to. Yeah, do you know he eats eucalyptus and he can't even digest it? Fucking koalas. I know. (laughs) So how do they, what do they do then? Do they just. I don't know. I know. He's also got chlamydia. Apparently the eucalyptus helps with that. Though. You don't put that in your brand marketing story. It's in our brand marketing video. There is chlamydia. Yeah. It's, well, we say we have a Captain Coco. He's not your regular co- chlamydia catching koala. Oh, of course. Yeah. You call it out. And that is a known thing for anyone who's listening. There's that all koalas have chlamydia. Um, yeah. And it's. Most. I think, they, I well, think they all do, don't they? Not all, hashtag not all koalas. <laughs> Hashtag most koalas. Hashtag most koalas. 99 problems and chlamydia is one. Exactly. <laughs> That'll be the next brand video clip yes. with Coco. Yep. We'll do a cover of, of that particular the, song. What is it? A public service announcement no, no, with no. Coco. <laughs> I need to let you know. Maybe an, an icon for a PSA. You know, getting your check, getting your regular <laughs> checks done. But thank you so much for telling us a bit about Coco. Is there anything else that you think people should know about Coco and if they're about to – like do you design mascots for people? We do design mascots for people. So we've designed a few mascots for clients. Uh, one is for Explorabout. Um, she loves – she's got a, um, Ellie the Elephant. I think that's what she called it. Yeah, Ellie the Elephant. And it helps people with their tour guide tours and stuff in America. So It's on their, their chat, on the website chat Yeah, it well. is. It is, mm. yeah. It's a cute elephant. She likes – she really liked cute, cute Coco. Yeah. So when she – when we did the elephant, she wanted a cute elephant. She didn't want the adolescent version. No. She didn't want the stomping. Wanted the sweet, friendly one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And it depends on your audience, doesn't exactly. it? Exactly. Who you're trying to, what tone you want to have for your brand. Yeah. So, yeah, excellent. Well, yeah, obviously reach out if you need a bit of help with mascots and getting ideas. Of course, there are pros and cons. We've heard a lot of the pros making your brand more recognizable. You know, that drives brand awareness, adding that emotional depth and connection, helping tell your brand story and differentiating you from competitors. Um, of course, brand storytelling. That's just a big one. So make sure you do go watch that video on 55 Knots and see how Coco has been integrated. Cons, sure, it can take a bit of time to develop the right mascot because you want to think really deeply about it and make sure it's not too similar to your competitors. Um, it can be expensive, but if you know you get a 55 Knots design package, you're going to be saving a lot there. So You will. You will. Yes. So it's, it's a good way to do it. Um, you don't want to be too cheesy or cliche. And, you know, sure, not everyone's going to love your mascot, but that's why you've got to think about it before mm. you jump in. Exactly. One big mascot that I know of is Dodo. Dodo? Mm. The, the bird for the phone company? Exactly. Yeah. I used to work for them. Ah. Uh, so the, my first and only award I've ever gotten for marketing, don't judge me, I just don't enter myself into competitions. And Dodo's most outstanding marketer awards goes to Benjamin Williams. 
I was given the Outstanding Marketer Award by Toto. Wow. <laughs> the actual mascot. The mascot, like, handed you an yes, award? Yes, In a costume? Yes. So um, he's had a revamp now. He went from a cute mascot to now he's like this weird-looking, ugly dodo. You reckon it's a bad rebrand? Uh, it's bad. just a more realistic-looking dodo. More realistic. I think it's fun to evolve your mascot like you would your logo. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Wow, well, congratulations on to pass Ben for that award. Sorry, right, I broke my – it's fine. And I, it's all good. Thank you. Thank you. Well, thank, you thank you very much. Thank you very much. <laughs> and Elvis is back. <laughs> and that's been Mascots, hasn't it, Ben? It has been Mascots. And that's been the 55 Podcast. We've been talking all things Mascot. And, of course, we'll be back next week with some more juicy fun facts and stories to elevate your design or just give you a giggle. If you have any questions about anything you've heard on today's podcast, you can email us at podcast at 55knots.com.au. Until then, fair winds and smooth seas. Toodaloo. Toodaloo.